Hi and welcome. I'm Bill Nolting, and you're listening to Talk Rehab. This episode is brought to you in part by the good folks at Quantum Rehab. Today I'm talking with the crew from the National Registry of Rehabilitation Technology Suppliers, NARTS. Amy Odom, Director of Marketing and Operations, Annette Hodges, Director of Education, and their fearless leader, Wheezy Walker, Executive Director. As the only organization dedicated to the development, support, and advancement of individuals who provide complex rehab technology, NARTS has been at the heart of the industry since 1992, and they always seem to be doing great things. So, I thought today we could catch up with the NARTS crew, listen to what they're working on, and what they might be cooking up for 2021. Let's start with Amy. Amy, please introduce yourself and tell us what you do for NARTS. Okay, perfect. Um, I am Amy Odom, and I am the Director of Marketing and Operations for NARTS. Uh, I have been with NARTS since 2002, and prior to that, I was uh, with the Med Group. So I've been in this industry for 25, 26 years, craziness. Uh, but my responsibilities within NARTS, uh, it is the, I, I produce Directions Magazine, and I'm also in charge of registrant renewals and applications. Great. Thanks, Amy. Annette Hodges, please introduce yourself and tell us what you do. All right. I am the director of education. That means that I manage our webinars and continuing education program that we provide uh, to our registrants as a benefit. So there's no charge for that once they pay their annual fee to um, be in the NARTS registry. We provide all of their education to them at no cost. And um, we also provide that education to anyone who wants to receive CEUs. So our clinicians, physical therapists, occupational therapists, even, uh, well, anybody can take our education. And they uh, can join NARTS and become a friend of NARTS and receive our education at half the cost, half price. And then um, if you're not a friend of NARTS, people can receive our education at full price, which is only $45 per course. So that's a pretty good deal. And so I um, have been working with NARTS um, about five years now, and I was in education previously. I was a teacher for 25 years in Alabama, and I was the technology education person for our school and um, also technology coordinator for um, our school and for our school district. Um, so after I retired, I very fortunate to come to work with NARTS, Weezy and I are neighbors. And so we started talking at a Christmas party um, about what I used to do and what she's currently doing. And we connected on that. And five years later, almost six, I guess, here I am still with NARTS. Nice. Well, congratulations, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Great. That leaves Wheezy Walker. Wheezy, you're up. Wheezy Walker. I'm uh, the executive director of NARTS uh, since 2013. Um, after a very uh, full career as seating and mobility specialist in Atlanta. I opened one of the original national seating offices and enjoyed almost every minute of it. 
but but decided to retire at the end of 2012. Later on in 2013, there was a need um, for someone to step up and take over for Simon Margolis, uh, our fearless leader. And I have been an arts registrant since day one, and I was eager to do something with all this free time I had on my hands. <laughs> and boy, you be careful what you wish for, because, you know, working with Amy and Annette and uh, Michelle Lang and others has given us an opportunity to really push NARTS into the 21st century and uh, expand, you know, what we do. But but our core mission has always remained the same, and that is to support the the professional RTS, and and that is our main mission. And by doing so, uh, we feel that that gives better outcomes, and therefore is a benefit to the end users of CRT. Thanks, Wheezy. You guys have done a lot of interesting things. You're in the middle of doing some cool things right now. You have the Canadian Assistive Device Association. You posted the second edition of Mark Sullivan's book. You're launching the 2021 webinar series, The Use of Virtual Platforms. You do a lot of that. And you're in the middle of developing the CRT Supplier Certificate Program. You all seem pretty busy. Let's start with the new relationship NARTS has with the Canadians. What can you tell me about that? Well, that, that's that been an ongoing project for um, about uh, over over a year and a half. We had a Canadian registrant, Jason Kelm, contacted me, and I, I almost tried to talk him out of joining the registry because I didn't know how we would meet his needs. We had a couple of lengthy conversations, and he decided that he needed to do this. Jason is a, a visionary. And he knew that in Canada, there needed to be standards and code of ethics, and which they lacked. And when you look at when NARTS was created back in 1992, it was, it was the same situation here. And so he, he became a registrant, our first Canadian registrant, and it just kind of took off from there. And we had input from VGM in Canada. Uh, Steve Craner and Mike Longo from Sunrise Medical Canada. From that, we created an advisory committee of Canadians. Recently, they announced through their Canadian Assistive Device Association this partnership with NARTS. To be perfectly honest, I expected there would be a few people to apply, but the response is totally overwhelming. Us. I mean, it it's amazing and very exciting. They are looking to promote this with all the different funding agencies throughout Canada, and maybe it will be a requirement to provide CRT in Canada going forward. But at the very least, we're setting them up for our quality education program, giving them a, a true sense of professional identity and responsibility. You called it a partnership. What makes it a partnership? Well, because without them, obviously, we don't have the reach into Canada. So they've kind of connected us with the different providers throughout Canada. I participated in their annual 
uh, meeting and was able to give them uh, just the bullet points of NARTS and, and why it would be important. I think that's the, the key right there, that they're kind of our spokes, spokespeople in Canada. And, and I think it's important also to note that although there's a lot of funding differences in Canada from the U.S., the role of the supplier and the services they provide is it's all the same across the board. So I'm really excited and we know that having these additional registrants is going to make our organization stronger and that we can really have an impact because let's face it, CRT is it's it's a difficult environment to work in in the US and Canada. And having this uh, unified voice is uh, very powerful. That's quite a thing. I can't wait until you go global. What are some other cool things you're doing? Well, this is Amy. I'm going to jump in. One of the things that we see and Annette and I are so incredibly excited about is we now have a new digital platform for Directions Magazine. Uh, We've always had a digital presence on the web. But in the last probably six weeks, we found a new uh, software to host the magazine. And we are super excited because it gives us more flexibility when promoting various articles and, more importantly, our advertisers on social media. So if I went to, to directions, the new directions today, I, what difference would I see? Would I see any differences? Well, not necessarily on the uh, software, but you would see a difference on social media. So if you go to the Directions Magazine on our website uh, and look at it, it it looks better. Honestly, it's more clear. But the biggest difference is that we can actually share individual articles on social media, Twitter, Instagram. LinkedIn, Facebook, all of those things. Do you do that internally or did you hire somebody new to do that for you? No, we're doing it internally. We are learning as we go, Annette and I. Uh, we, we, we launched a new website probably, I don't know, 15 months ago, give or take. And this particular company recommended uh, us this new platform to put directions. It's, it's super, super cool. So we are really excited about expanding um, our global footprint, if you will, with directions. Because someone, you know, you know how Facebook works and social media works. Someone shares it and then they share it again and they share it. And so we're really excited about about where that's where that capability is going. Is that new expanded sharing capability of value to your advertisers? Um, will they see a benefit and start switching away from print? Well, and, and as you are probably aware, many of our advertisers um, are just doing digital advertising. But I feel like if you don't advertise in print, you are missing the boat, too, because, you know, print gets it gets you in front of people. But, you know, when you're digital, which directions now have that capability. So you're basically getting double bang for your buck. That sounds good. Do you expect a pickup in advertisers? Yes, I do. I do. And I also feel like I also feel like with the addition of the as we see to tack on to what she said with the Canadian registrants, we've always had a presence in Canada, 
that now we are going to have an, an increased presence in Canada because of direction. And you think that you'll get some Canadian advertisers? That's my goal. That is my goal to uh, try to get more. And I also want people to know that they can go and subscribe to Direction at no charge on our website. You can get it print or digital, no charge. Well, yes, that does belong on the cool list. Annette, let's talk about webinars. Well, we have um, our opening session for 2021 coming up January 19th. That's not very far away. It sounds far away, but it really isn't. And we're really excited about our keynote speaker, Barry Dean. You've interviewed Barry. And uh, Barry is going to share how being Catherine's father has been an incredible education. And he's going to talk about what he's learned since day one and how that can provide a new frame for interacting with patients and their families. So this is a free webinar uh, it, we did this last year. We had a keynote speaker to sort of kick off our education series. And last year was Carol Schrader, this year Barry Dean. And we are just real excited. So we hope everyone will go to our website and register for that. Uh, you can earn 0.1 CEU for it, but even more importantly, you'll gain so much from listening to Barry speak about how Catherine has really uh pushed him to a whole new area that he had not explored before. So we're looking forward to that. It's at 7 p.m. on January 19th. Annette, I want to know more about those webinars, but first let's chat with Quantum's Jay Brislin for a minute. Jay Quantum's new backup camera is making quite a splash. Which chairs can you put it on? So the camera's available on any Quantum model that has a Logic 3. The other piece to that whole component too, Bill, which is another reason why we went the route we did in addition to making it, you know, trying to make it cost effective was we wanted it to be an add-on. We didn't want it to have to be on a, a new chair all the time. So anyone who has QLogic 3, this can be easily retrofitted in about five to 10 minutes, just plugging a few harnesses in, running a few wires and mounting the camera. So I could put it on my own chair, not that I would want to, but I could. Absolutely. It's pretty plug and play, which is, uh, you know, which is really a goal because I think, you know, a lot of people that are currently in chairs, like they're going to want this. We have a big social media campaign going on right now with our backup camera. I encourage everybody to go follow Quantum Rehab on uh, Twitter and Instagram and uh, Facebook, as well as come find the Quantum Rehab website at quantumrehab.com because uh, there's a lot of great things on there and it really gives some videos of the backup camera. And just shows a lot of the function that it has. And, and, you know, the other thing, too, is we didn't even talk about the safety aspect of it all either. And that, my friend, will be our next quantum discussion. Thanks, Jay. Now let's get back to Annette Hodges and the NARTS webinars. Annette, do you have a webinar each month? How does that work? We do. We have between uh, at least one webinar every month. Typically, we have three every month. Um, so we end up the year with around 30 webinars. People can go to our website to the education link and you can register for those live webinars. The advantage to attending a live webinar is that you have that expert right in front of you to ask those important questions. And we do offer those live webinars later on as on demand. We record all of those and people can take those 
on their own time, which is really great for people these days who are so busy. But there is a huge advantage to attending the live webinars because you do get to interact with each other and with that presenter who is the expert. Um, we also have CEU articles that people can order. Mm -hmm. These are featured in Directions Magazine uh, in each issue. And people can go to the magazine, read the article and order it from our website. Or you can get the PDF off the website once you order that CEU article. You're provided with that PDF. You can read the article and take a quiz and earn 0.1 CEU for that. So we have more than one, we have more than one way to continue to learn. And we know how important that is, you know, to keep learning where we never know enough about our, our field, no matter what field you're in. Do the webinars cost any money? The webinars typically are $45, but they are free for our registrants. They pay an annual fee, so that's provided to our registrants as a benefit. Mm -hmm. So if you're a supplier, you uh, have a huge advantage. You can not only be in our NARTS registry and listed on our website as a NARTS registrant, you also receive all of our education. That's over 100 opportunities for education at no cost to you at all. Our Friends of NARTS receive that education for half price. So that's $22.50. And then anyone else, um, clinicians, therapists, or anyone else can receive that at $45. And these courses are also, you can use these courses for renewal, for certification, or application for ATP. They do accept our courses because we are an ISET accredited provider. And so we went through a rigorous process to get that certification, and we do provide those um, CEUs. How many people do you attract to your webinars? What's the general attendance? Overall, once they're provided in our on-demand library, we average um, around two to 300 hours of education per mm, week. That's pretty good. Our participants order education and complete between two and 300 hours per, uh, I don't know if I said per week, but I meant per month. The on-demand are typically more popular, and then our live webinars, we usually have uh, around 20 people that attend our live webinars. I'd like to, like I said before, encourage people, though, to attend our live just so you have access to that. that and um, with, with those numbers, and since we use Zoom now, we have a lot more flexibility. So at the end, we typically open up everybody's microphone. And if someone wants to speak directly to the presenter, they're able to do that. Even ask each other questions. Sometimes we have really good discussion between our audience members who have experience also in the topic that we're talking about. Typically, we have a mix of uh, suppliers, some that are just starting out, some are very experienced, and then we'll have some clinicians in the audience also. So we have a, a diverse audience. Before we move on, what's the date again for the Barry Dean one in January? It's January 19th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And you can register on the NARTS website, right? Right. NARTS.org. 
and you can go to the education tab on the website and you'll be able to sign up for that. If you're if you'll scroll down a little bit once you go to that page, you'll see Barry's picture and a summary of what the webinar is going to be about. Okay. Thanks. I know there are probably a bunch of other things that you want to talk about. I'd kind of like to hear about the CRT Supplier Certificate Program. Oh, good. I was hoping you'd ask. This has been a long-needed project, and I think it's, we're coming up on two years, two years now. There's a tremendous shortage of qualified people in the to uh, in the CRT world uh, to be suppliers. The board charged me with uh, creating a certificate program and through our friends and contacts who, who know about this, um, particularly Anjali Weber, who was the longtime uh, certification manager at Resna, recommended um, a group out of North Carolina, a Michelle Nolan, an instructional designer. And so we engaged her. It's over a year now and went through this whole process of doing a needs analysis, surveys, um, and then we had a face-to-face -face meeting with subject matter experts that included Jean Minkle, Susan Taylor, Ann Kieschnick, Michelle Gunn, and myself in a locked room for days to develop uh, the blueprint for, for the course. The course We'll have 14 modules, and we just finished the very first one, which is what we call the intro course. We are going to offer that as a standalone course um, in, in the very near future. It will have CEUs awarded for it. But this course is designed to take someone who knows virtually nothing about the role of CRT supplier and take them through every step of the way and, and give them the basic knowledge that they need to be effective. There's so many benefits to this. Um, primarily is there is no such thing today. What this will do is uh, for, for an employer, for instance, who's interviewing somebody and they have the certificate from this program, that employer will know exactly what that per person's uh, base knowledge is. And Jean Minkle put it very, very well where she said, at the end of it, you will know what you don't know. What that means is uh, there's no way to teach it all in 14 courses. But it gives you that basis so that you know when you you know when to call for help. Um, you know it's above your uh, pay grade, you might say. And and it's very exciting to see this finally come together. It's, it's taken extraordinary effort on the parts of many many people to volunteer their time to to get this content written. It was very challenging because it. It just didn't exist. So I'm very, very excited about that. It, it, it will take probably a year or so to, to have it all completed. But I would encourage anyone who's thinking about 
this field as a career or um, even people who are currently working in the field to take the intro course because it, it is gives you that whole perspective of what, what this job is and why it's so incredibly important. As we are pushing for a separate benefit category, there has to be a, an, a, a standard for the professional. And we keep talking about all the expertise and skill that's needed for to provide CRT. And this is going to be a way to give people those tools that they need to be effective. Well, you mentioned that it's if I know nothing about it, this would be a good thing to do. What if I've been at an RTS for 10 years or 15 years? Is there any benefit for me taking that now? Absolutely. The thing that we've discovered is most people learned on the job, so to speak, and, and maybe they had a mentor, maybe they didn't. And I'm not saying there's only one way to do it. I, I think we we would always agree on that seating and mobility is not an exact science. It's more of an art. But you have to know how to approach it. And what we're hearing is that there people are taking these approaches that are not as effective or in the best interest of the client. I think if you looked at this intro course, it, it kind of lays that groundwork. And maybe people would realize, maybe I should be doing this and and that. And even though there's the professional certification for the AT professional, uh, there's a standard of practice and a code of ethics, but it's not specific to a CRT supplier. And it's such a unique role that requires expertise in different areas of, you have to understand, for instance, progression of diagnosis, how the disease progresses. You have to understand limitations of the equipment you're working with. And you, and you have to have a, a bit of a technical interest to know how to combine things to make the best decisions on, you know, what that person needs. I think it's time that we have this, and and NARTS is the best organization to provide something like that. Was there anything that we can do to make this happen faster? Well, we're um, working on a program to get financial support for it. NARTS is... um, it's a nonprofit organization, and we certainly live up to that. So we need financial support to make it go faster. NARS has funded it so far over forty thousand uh, dollars. It's probably closer to fifty thousand now to make all this happen. Anyone that's interested can contact me, and I'll be happy to share more information. Let them see this intro course. It brings it all into the right perspective. I guess that sounds perfect. Um, What else is there that you want to talk about? We've been doing this for a while. Is there anything we want to talk about before we wrap it up? I'd I'd like to hear um, Annette talk about Unite for CRT. That's one of the greatest things um, NARTS has done for consumers. And uh, Annette can fill you in on all that. We decided after the last CRT conference 
that we would get together and just talk about advocacy efforts at home. And we got with a group of uh, consumers and they talked about how we can advocate at home. And we decided to have a town hall meeting about that. Two years later, I guess, we are still meeting. We It was so successful and people were so excited about it that it turned into a monthly town hall meeting. It's led by our consumers. We decided that we wouldn't call them consumers anymore, even though they are the people who do purchase the wheelchairs. We um, refer to our, our group as wheelchair users. All of the topics are directly related to their issues, their needs, their interest. So um, everybody gets together and sort of brainstorms what the topics will be for the next few months. And honestly, we have not had any trouble coming up with topics at all. So some of the things that we've talked about are caregiver management. We have talked about advocating at home. We had Joseph Neher. Uh, speak about how bills are passed and how to talk to your congressman about that. And uh, many of our wheelchair users who are avid, avid advocates talked about their successes and gave tips on how we can talk to our congressman and how we can get things started at home so that we can make progress with this legislation that's so needed. Uh, we have had uh, town hall meetings on service dogs. Melissa Mitchell led that for us. It's a very casual meeting. Anybody is welcome. Anyone is able to contribute to the discussion. We have a lot of really good discussion and talk about the topic. And sometimes it, it leads to a, a topic that we put on the calendar for later. This last month, we had Tina Peterson in November who spoke about her organization called RAMP, which is Real Access Motivates Progress. And she talked about how she got that organization started and they go into businesses and ask them to make the business accessible, but they do it in a real positive and friendly way. Uh, as opposed to being um, confrontational with their approach to try to get those businesses accessible. And, you know, just go in and evaluate the business. Um, we have our calendar planned through March for 2021. So you can visit our website and look at the topics that are coming up. We've been fortunate to reach a really wide audience. We have lots of new members a lot of um, people who've been with us for a long time working with us on advocacy, but we also have a lot of new people. We're very active on social media with our posts, and we um, also broadcast this live on Facebook. So our town hall meetings are all broadcast live. Well, thank you, Amy, Annette, and Wheezy for giving us the lowdown about NART's new website, new digital platform, Zoom meetings right and left, webinars, Unite for CRT, the CRT Supplier Certificate Program. We could probably do a program on each of those topics, and we just might. NARTS is on the move, so keep up. And don't forget to register on the NARTS website for the opening webinar with Lucy's Barry Dean, January 19th, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. 
And thanks to Quantum Rehab for helping bring this episode to life. I can't wait to see what Quantum brings us in 2021. That's all for now. I'm Bill Nolting. Thanks for listening.